this is the first episode from live from uh, Casa de Monte Cristo in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, we are. This is yeah. fun. How excited are you, Dwayne? Man, I'm I'm real excited, man. I'm sitting here with my boys and everything. I got my homie sitting here. I can't wait to sit here and hear all the stuff that you're going through, man. Yeah. Everything that you're doing. I'm so proud of this dude just sitting on this couch with me. Dude, thank you, man. Yeah. So one of our, our, our very first guests here on this episode is... Uh, one of my buddies, I, I want to say that I, I booked one of your first shows in Nashville, Tennessee. This is true. If not your first. Yeah, this is very true. Austin Jenks. What's up, everybody? Austin Jenks is the man. Uh, he was on uh, The Voice. Yes, sir. He kicked ass on The Voice, too. <laughs> it's in my opinion. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so tell us about so what's going on. What's going on with you nowadays? Man, I've just been uh, being a dad. Um been working on a new record that's coming out in the end of May. Um, Got a new song called Fat Kid that's out right now that I'm really, really pumped about and uh, been hitting the road a lot. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm I'm amazed at how quick we can get him to schedule because (laughs) 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 I said, what about this date? Oh, I'm leaving that night. What about this date? Oh, I can't do it tonight. I'm leaving leaving that night. (laughs) On the road hustling. I love it. So, Alls, man, like. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're from Seattle? Duval, Washington. It's like 30 minutes uh, east of Seattle. Yeah. So tell me this, man. How was the transition like coming from coming from there to coming to Nashville? You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get started and everything, getting your your, your feet moving and stuff in Nashville. Yeah. Like a new city. No, I mean, it was a kind of a culture shock, honestly, man, because I grew up playing in, like, you know, garage bands and stuff. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would jam out for hours on end, and that was the creative process there. Whereas here, you know, everybody co-writes, and I had right. never really done that before. I had written songs by myself, um, but I never, you know, went into a room, especially with somebody I'd never met before, right, right. and wrote a song. Um, so creatively, that was a big, uh, big step, I think, for me. And other than that, I mean, just on like a life level, you know, there's a lot of things about the the west coast that are like easy to to miss you know like mountains and water and stuff like that um but i love the food here i love the people here um and you know i met you right when i moved to town yeah, that's uh, true, man. through kale dies and cory crowder and um within three months of living here we went down to key west and oh. did a trip and uh we probably we probably shouldn't talk about that no no let's talk but, uh, let's go back to that <laughs> Because man, there were some things that went down in Key West. You know, we were all just just hanging, and you know, we all knew each other, but we were really getting to know each other and stuff. And that trip really opened the doors for to build like really good, long lasting friendships with one everybody. How drunk did Dwayne get during that time? Uh, I'm really curious. It just it's hard to tell because we were all pretty drunk, (laughs) and so um, just knowing like you know. I'd only really known Dwayne maybe a couple times at that point, and we all crammed into one hotel room. We got a loaf of bread, and we got some peanut butter and jelly. And uh, it was me, Dwayne, Kale Dyes, Corey Crowder, and it was nuts, man. Like, I, the one of my f- favorite stories from all of that, and I was just hanging with Kale the other day, and yes, he told this story. Please tell but stories, please. Uh, we were at a bar the first night we were there, 
and I'd known Kale for maybe three months, and we were close, but we were new friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to a girl sitting at the table with us, and for some reason, I just didn't like how he was talking to her. And so I grabbed this glass of water and just threw it in his face, <laughs> like the whole thing. And he looked at everybody at the table, just stopped and looked at me and was like, why did you do that? And I just didn't even say anything. I was, I, <laughs> that was it. I and feel like that's like a, you know why. Yeah. yeah no, you know why. You know why. He knew why. He knew why. <laughs> that was a, you know why scenario. But I don't think he was really doing anything wrong. And I think if Kale was talking to a girl, she was probably Listening. glad that he was yeah. talking to her because he's like the nicest guy yeah. ever. But I think I just had, you know, maybe too many beers or something. So that, that one's on me. And that is that is probably, that's probably... I think next time I see Kelly Dolls, I'm gonna definitely bring that bring that story up and ask him. I just remember one thing about Key West is like we was trying to get out of our hotel room one day, and I remember we went over to the door, opened it up, and there was this big ass iguana just in the doorway. Would not. How do you scare an iguana away? You know, if it's a cat or a dog, you might be like shoo shoo gone. <laughs> but what do you say to an iguana? Like, what do you say to that thing? Nothing, man. Like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Some people just pick it up and throw it, throw it out. I, I'm not picking that thing up. <laughs> we were in the pool at one point, and the iguana came in the pool and was swimming around what? while we were in there. We got out of that thing so fast, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Key West is savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for this podcast, you should just be like, Key West, and then whatever we're going to talk about next. But like, it's got to be part of the headline. <laughs> So let's say so you're you're married. How's 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 yeah. the road life treating your marriage? Is it, is it good, it's doing well. Man, that's a great question. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Like yeah. you know, my wife and I started dating when we were I was 22, uh, right. and I knew her dad when I was in high school. He was actually a mentor to me. So like they've known that this is what I've been right. wanting to do my whole life, right. and they've been really a big part of it the whole time. You know, and so moving here, everything, right. my wife and I moved here together when we were dating. And so, I mean, long story short, uh, about, I guess, three years ago, I, uh, you know, I bought a truck, a brand new truck, wrecked the truck, found out we were pregnant and found out I was losing my publishing deal all within Jesus. one week. Uh, oh, and. So I had, you know, a truck payment. Right. I had to fix the truck. Right. And then the check stopped coming. And I had like a two-week notice, you know. It's like this this thing's done, you know. And um, so at that time, I went around trying to look for pub deals. And I was telling everybody I didn't want to be on the road. And this was after The Voice, you know. Right. I, and I just had decided that I, I wanted to focus on writing because it seemed the most practical thing to be doing. And... Um, once the baby was born, it kind of like hit me that I have to be performing. Like it's, it's the only thing that, um, you know, I know that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and, um, it's a conflict of interest though, because I also know that I want to be a dad, you know, and, and it's important to me to, to be here for, for them. But, um, it's just one of those things like, it was a part of a necessity at that time. We didn't have any money coming in. The only way I knew how to make money was to go play shows. So I booked shows. And then um, as kind of time went on, 
I just felt like I needed to put music out too. And, and I don't think I'm necessarily supposed to be here to be a hit songwriter for other people. I think that my path is different than that. I think I'm supposed to be in front of people performing and, um, and my wife and my family agree. So I, uh, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy you say that you took time off on the road because you, you were going through some things and going through the 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 works of life, basically. But I I remember when the first time you performed because Matt Alderman yeah uh, called me and said, "Hey, I got this buddy of mine who just moved here. Can you can you put him up there? Yeah, sure. Why not?" <laughs> At that time, when I was when I was doing the booking for the show, I think at that point I had made so many friends because I was basically letting anyone and everyone play. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It for worked sure. for a little while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that method worked for a little while. Um, but it, when you when you played, I remember when you played, and I walked over to Matt and I said, "You remind me of Zach Brown." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like the vo- I'm like the vocals are, are like Zach Brown, and then and then he's like yeah, and then I'm like, then you started I think you started hearing like high notes and things like that in the songs. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, this is a whole different territory that we're stepping in because like, it's just so damn good. Yeah, thanks, man. Like I remember the first time I heard Austin sing and stuff. Well, it was so crazy. Austin was so like laid back with it. You know, he was like, you know, yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. I do my thing, and I was like, all right, cool. And I remember I went, I think it was like the basement, and I remember that's when I heard Austin sing, and I was like, what is going on? Like, dude, like, <laughs> you can blow, son. Like, you know, there's a lot of people out here that I think are good at their craft and everything like that, but it's another thing when you have an artist like you that is, like, beyond good. You're great at your craft. Thank you, man. You really embody who you are. And you sit there and you take that energy and you put it out there. And they can feel that. I felt that the first time you sung. And I was like, this dude is going to be great. He's going to be great. Thank you, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny that you said that because I remember that. And I remember... I remember you saying you can blow, and I never heard that before. And now, now, I, now, every time somebody says you can blow, I just think of Dwayne. It's like, what do you really mean by that? Yeah. But you can blow. You can but blow? In context, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, can, yeah. You can sing, dog. It's the right context. Yeah, no, but I remember what you said. I was like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I get it. That's that slang. That's that slang. You know, I they, like they it. don't have that in Seattle. No. They don't have that. No. That's that, that's that Nashville slang. That's man. that Nashville slang. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So you now so you released Fat Kid. Yeah. Which is a tremendous song. Thank um, you, man. I, we'll we'll have you perform and do a little video here. Cool. Soon. But um Ren with Lori McKenna. Yep. How can I just say how badass is she? Dude, Lori McKenna is I, I try to explain it to, you know, people back home. And, and a lot of people know who she is. Right. But they don't – some people that don't know, like, everything she's written, they, they, they like, when list. they find that out, they're like, no way, you know. Yeah. And the fact that she lives up in Boston and, and she does her own thing, you know. And, like, I've heard all kinds of crazy stories about songs of hers getting just cut off like an iPhone mm-hmm. work tape, like no demo or anything. And – um, that's the kind of songwriter that like everybody wants to be. I know? heard I heard the story about her um, um, when they wrote Girl Crush. 
Yeah. And mm. her it was her Liz Rose and, and Hillary Hillary Lindsley. Yeah. And they all had went out to I guess New York or Connecticut or whatever. And Hill and, and Hillary came up and goes, Oh hey, I I have this song that's gonna wanna write about girl crush. And Liz Rose woke up the next morning and comes downstairs and just starts right and just starts like playing the guitar no and way. starts singing this first first like couple lines of the song. Right. And they were like, let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, man. Let's just keep going. Yeah, I mean, you have got you got to write with Lori McKenna, who is a I consider her one of, if not the best female songwriters. I think she is too, man. Because she has Still in Kisses with Faith Hill was a great song. Yeah. Humble I mean, we can't forget Humble and Kind. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but how did that come about? Well, okay, so actually that song I did not write. Really? Yes. So huh. Lori McKenna, Neil Mason, and Andrew Dorff okay. wrote oh, that song. Wow. Okay. And okay. at the time I was living with Neil Mason, who's, you know, close yeah. friend of mine and the yeah. first person I ever co wrote a song with. Right. Um and so I was living in Nashville with Neil and he said I'm going up to Boston to write with Lori McKenna and Andrew Dorff and I was like that's awesome dude like he's played me you know she had another song that I think it was called Sometimes He Does and I remember he had just played me like a video of her doing it or maybe the actual recording and so I just been listening to everything that Lori McKenna had ever put out and so they went up there and a couple of days later I just got a text message from Neil and it was just like a voice memo that said fat kid you know and I was like what is this and I you know I hit play and it's just Lori playing guitar and singing and man I just immediately like listened to it over and over and over and I started learning it and this was probably four years ago and um, so I've been playing it at my shows since then. And the first time I played it back home, I've told this story before, but, um, I was sitting there and I got to the first end of the first chorus where it says, if you grew up like I did and everybody just like street started screaming and clapping, like they were listening to like some old, like classic rock song that they've heard a million times, you know? And yeah, when she came in to sing the harmonies, I had never met her. Like she walked in that day and I was like freaking out, you know, because I'm such a fan. And then she was like so nice, you know, she's the nicest person in the whole world. Uh, and so she sang on it and was just giving me all these compliments and stuff. And I just wanted to hug her, just be like, thank you. <laughs> you fangirled? You, yeah, you I fan totally <laughs> fangirled, man. So, dude, so you got you got fat kid out there doing his thing and stuff like. What's going on with the rest of the album? Tell me about that. Don't you have like an album release coming up or did I miss it? May 31st is when the album's coming out. We're doing the album release show in Washington May 24th. Uh, but yeah, it's nine songs and I, I co-wrote every other song on the record. That's the only one that I didn't. And uh, we have another song coming out here in a couple of weeks called Never Left Memphis. This is just like a jam, man. I wrote that with Neil and... It's all about like how music, blues, you know, like started in Memphis and then kind of spread out. Everybody played it all over the place. Um, but at the same time, like it, it never left at the same time. Now, there's a song. There's the song that you wrote with Kelly Dots. Played it at Whiskey Jam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that 
a few weeks ago. Uh, get you higher. Yes. Yep. Are you recording that, or is Kel recording that? Uh, I have a demo of it, and he has a demo of it. We've both played it at a show. It's not currently uh, released anywhere. We, we haven't really done anything with it, but. Oh uh, man, you better take that from Kel. You, you <laughs> I have a I have a crazy story about that though. Uh, just since I'm assuming that there's going to be a lot of like industry people uh, listening to this, um, but uh, Mike Fiorentino, the other guy we wrote it with, he was in L.A. meeting with like Capital or something like that. I don't know, but they were like, oh, "I think this is perfect for Justin Bieber," you know, like two weeks after we wrote it and. For Justin Bieber, yeah. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Now I was, I was taking, I was taking yeah. a swig or something right there. What? It's the weirdest thing, dude. I was like, "Cool, man. Yeah, like, let's do it." You know, but it was like a legit thing. Like, I guess they sat in the office, listened to it like six times. Nothing ever came from it, but you know, I was freaking out. I'm gonna get a Justin Bieber cut. I just can't. But I can't. I that be that would have been great. But I just that's just one of those songs where I can't hear. Justin Bieber. I don't think I can hear Justin Bieber singing any kind of Austin Jinx song. No. Uh, hell no. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, Justin Bieber, hey. I don't. If, if you're listening, bruh, I love your music, but no. <laughs> Kale wants me to do it. He's he's texted me a handful of times. It's, it's in the last couple of weeks about it. So Y'all need to do it. Because I'm going to sing you the song, Dwayne, because it is so... Good. And it's even... But it's even better live. Yeah. They did it at Whiskey Jam, and... For those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, Whiskey Jam is a, every Monday, I think Thursday now as well. Monday and Thursday. Uh, yeah, they don't spend it. Yeah, twice yeah, every week. Um, uh, like writers, performers, and artists. Yeah. A lot of uh, artists have come from Whiskey Jam. Thomas Rhett. Yeah. Chris Young. Yeah. Miranda Lambert, Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. And, and, and soon, Austin Jenks. That'd be pretty crazy, man. I have a funny whiskey jam story too. You want to hear it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, I do. Uh, when I came to visit Nashville, my first twenty-four hours in Nashville, I landed, went to a meeting, and I said, "What should I do tonight?" And they said, "Well, there's this thing called Whiskey Jam. You should go to it." So I went there. Got there an hour early. I looked such like a you know <laughs> like if nobody's there, I'm just like waiting for Whiskey Jam. Sure. And uh, Ward and Josh Hogue at the time, uh, they just we struck up a conversation, and they were like, "Hey man, we had a cancellation. Do you want to play?" And I said, "Yeah." So literally, the first day that I ever stepped foot in Nashville before I even moved here, I played Whiskey Jam. Oh shit! Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That ain't a story. I don't know what is. That's pretty crazy, huh? But the thing about it, man, I know you got to it, like blew their mind. They're probably like, "What?" No, I know that's the thing. Well, like I, now, every time I play it, and people are like, "Oh, congratulations, man!" I'm like, "What do you mean, congratulations? All you gotta do is walk in." <laughs> <laughs> walk in, talk to Ward. <laughs> Things walk happen. In, talk to the Ward. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got this spot. I don't think it's the same anymore <laughs> as it used to be. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's game elevation right there. <laughs> what are you smoking on over there, Dwayne? Man, okay, so I got this cigar right here. It's called Acid. Mm. It is a cold infused cigar. And let me tell y'all, see here's the thing. I smoke cigars and stuff like that, but I kinda like mine on the on the lightness a little bit. And this thing is so damn smooth, like if y'all come here, you most definitely gotta get the acid cold infused cigar. I'm telling you. It's 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 my jam right now. What you got over there, Austin? 
I'm smoking a local cigar called Jericho Hill. It's like got a cedary flavor, and I'm about halfway done with it. I like See, it. and that's why I like this setup right here, man. It's like we're sitting here, we're chilling, we're on some couches, we got cigar, we got a little whiskey going on and stuff like that, and we're just sitting here shooting the shit. I know, man. You know, this is beautiful. This beautiful thing. As I talk, I'm not, I'm not leaving. I will, I will see you guys here next time you show up. <laughs> So you got a new pub deal with Olay, man. How's that been? It's been awesome, man. They've been really supporting everything. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of changes at the company. But through it all, like, they've they've really been there to, to take care of me. And um, I've been up to Toronto to see the office up there. And, and then, you know, they just bought Parallel, which is a company right. in town. And um, Tim Hunzi is over there now, which is really cool. And so... They're making some moves over there. Yeah, They're making some moves over there. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm wait. I'm waiting for you to get your first number one hit over there as a. That'd be cool. Songwriter. <laughs> That'd be cool, right? Be cool. That'd be super cool. So how's your? How old's your daughter? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yep. What's her name? Ravenna. Ravenna. Yep. That is a unique, beautiful name. <laughs> Thank you, man. You are going to. Uh, you're going to need a shotgun, right? When she gets older, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> The name with a name like that, you're definitely going to need that. Yeah. So what's next? We so got you got the album coming out. You're going to be yep. touring. Yep. You doing anything for CMA Fest? Yep. I'm playing on. Man, I'm have to send you that information because I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I will email it to you. But yeah, I'm playing, and it's I'll be a, sure to show up. It's a pretty cool time and a pretty cool stage. And I just have no <laughs> idea when. But <laughs> at least you made the cut. I'm yeah. At least I'm, you made the cut. I'm pumped, man. I got to play it for the first time last year for the ASCAT. Uh, right, right. Stage. I went there at the Bridgestone Arena. That yeah, it was really cool. That was cool. I because we I didn't know you were playing, and uh, Kenyon, our buddy, yeah, had was like, oh, let's go to let's go to the ASCAT because he works for ASCAT. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, we walk in and I hear this big ass voice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. And I literally turned around and I said, is that, uh, is that Austin playing? He goes, I think so. And I'm like, I walk in and I crossed in front of everybody. Just <laughs> <laughs> They probably hated me as, I, as you're singing. I walked in front of the front row and walked right across everybody and stood. And I'm standing at the end of the, at the, end of the stage basically like, this mofo. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Performing at CMA, and I'm whispering in I'm whispering in Kenyon's ear, and I'm like, I remember when. <laughs> you can't say that too much anymore. These you days. can't say I that. I remember when. I remember when. You can't yeah. say that. I can't say that a whole lot. <laughs> can't. So, but yeah. So you, um, when did you? So you always wanted to be an artist. When did you know? Well, it wasn't until probably like. Uh, Freshman year, I I started playing guitar when I was nine, and uh, through middle school, I played lead guitar in a band called Show Off, and we played a lot of like nice. Nirvana, Metallica, stuff like that. And eventually, my mom, you know, would just be like, "Austin, why don't you sing us a song?" And I never wanted to do it; I was always too scared. And um, but then I got into freshman year guitar class, and we had a you know talent show at the end, and 
I got pretty lucky because there was a senior girl that wanted to sing a song with me, and she was like the coolest girl in all the whole school, dude. She was a cheerleader. Everybody thought she was just awesome, you know, and she wanted, for some reason, to sing Picture by Sheryl Crow and uh, what uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, yeah. (laughs) So I was like this 14-year-old weird freshman kid, and she was the coolest girl, and I got to play. And from then on out, I I was a cool kid. It changed my whole life. Maybe you should have wrote a song called Cool Kid. Yeah. What you, should, you should have had him change it to Cool Kid instead of Fat Kid. Hey, Fat well, Kid can have part two. Cool Kid. It could. It could. Could be a sequel. I'm exaggerating because I was still <laughs> Fat Kid. <laughs> but it greatly helped. That's great though, because it's you know, that's it, it. It only takes one moment in your life to change everything. One like it, it takes literally one moment in your life to change everything that yeah, could, one, that leads to that moment. I think honestly, the biggest change in that situation was for me. You know, right. like I, I I never wanted to be uh, the guy like sitting there playing singing for everybody because it freaked me out. Right. And then as soon as I knew that I could do it, I wanted to do it more. You know, like right. over and over and over again. Another funny part about that story is at the fair later that year, she had given me her phone number because we had to practice. Mm. And so I saw her at the fair. She was waiting in line for, like, the roller coaster. And uh, you I texted her. I was like, I can see you. <laughs> not the right text. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was very creepy, and she did not text me back. <laughs> did you at least try to win her a teddy bear or something, man? Like, like, dude, I didn't even talk to her. <laughs> She she turned out. She got out of line. <laughs> she got out of line and went in hiding. Yeah, she's like, I'm gone. <laughs> That's funny. It's yeah. funny you said it because I was when I ran into you at Doghouse yeah. when we scheduled this. I had saw a friend that I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. And my text to her was, "I see you." I see. You. And she goes. She literally texts back. Goes. That's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's creepy. I think this is something you shouldn't text the people. No, I'm gonna start doing that. Hey, I see you. <laughs> they gonna look around. They ain't gonna see me, but, I see, gonna say, but I see you. I see you. <laughs> I got eyes everywhere in Nashville. Pretty good to that just was, text people that all the time, even when time. you can't. <laughs> just every day. I think I'm gonna start doing it. Just creep people out. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I see you. I see you. <laughs> see you over there, Dwayne. Yeah, I see y'all too, man. Y'all don't see me. But I'm here. <laughs> man, you got that big old truck I just saw pull up. Yeah. A Dodge Ram, man. Man, like what year is that? I want that truck. It's a 2012. I it, want that. I need a truck. Hey, is, is it hemmed up? It is. It's got a hemi in it. Yep. Okay, I got the Dodge Charger out there. You, you got the Hey, man, you want to go on the road? We can go right now, homie. Dude, you would win. I don't know, man. If you still had your 300, I would try it. Yeah. <laughs> My 300. I thought, hey, I thought I was doing it in that 300, man. Dude, that I, thing was sick, man. Man, no, I wasn't doing it, man. I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Austin. So, uh, you label shopping, man? Uh, I mean, that's a that is a trick question. It's a trick question. <laughs> loaded question. Um, it's a loaded question. But no, man. I mean, we we've, we've been talking to a few different people, mm-hmm. and um, you know, over the years. It just kind of naturally happens because you right. meet people that work for record labels right. in town. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a couple conversations going on with a couple people that I've known for years. Um, has there been a no that has there been a no that you've gotten in this industry or rejection that you got in this industry that has that has hit home, hurt you the most, that made you like rethink everything? 
Um, when I doing? when I was looking for a pub deal right before the baby was born, I kind of came around to realizing that you know this specific situation was just as much my fault as the other person's mm-hmm. fault. But at the time, I didn't see it that way. Mm. And so we had met three or four times and went out to beers and we were talking and. Um, it was back in that time, you know, where I was telling you I really didn't want to do the artist thing, right? And so that's what I was telling everybody I was meeting with. And um, after three or four meetings, everything just seemed like it was going so great, and it was just meeting after meeting after meeting, and, and there was like a lot of urgency to it. It was like, oh man, you know, yeah. Um, it, even just like we don't want to miss out on being able to sign you, like right. that kind of energy, and then just crickets. You know, just like not even like, hey, we decided we don't have room for you or Italian goodbye. You just nothing. Yeah. And and I I remember feeling like kind of just like, okay, what did I do wrong? Like, did I say something wrong or, you know, and and it made me think a lot about that. And I, I did realize, like, maybe I needed that time. To figure out how important it was for me to be out on the road and putting out music, and right? Because like in that moment, I I was convinced that I wasn't gonna do that, and so I think it all worked out. But at the time, I was pretty upset about it. Well, you know what? I feel sorry for that label then because, brah, <laughs> someone is about to snatch you up, and it is gonna be off to the races, man. Like. Thank you, man. They're going to have to sit there and figure it out, and they're going to be kicking themselves in the ass that they didn't sit there and pull the trigger in, you know? It's like a – It's like a. Uh, I always consider, you know, when you're going, off, when you're going for labels, take me with labels, it's always like you're trying to date a girl. Yeah. And and you're, you're spending – you're going out on dates, and you're going out on dates, and you spend so much time together, and then all of a sudden she ghosts. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> She goes. She goes. You don't know why. And you don't know why. Yeah. You'll never know why. And it's just like, well, then that's just like, I feel like that's the universe telling you like, okay, not right now. Yeah. We know you, you're like, the universe saying you're going to get it. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. And I think that gives you an opportunity to work on what you, your craft and work on yourself yeah. um, to lead to where you should, to the right one, to the right, yeah, the right one that you want to. Mary, basically. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what label shopping is. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not, I won't say the label name, but, you know, I yeah. come from that label you, system. Exactly. And it's messed up, man. Like, you, you have, like, um, like this, all these artists and stuff, and you, and you got some that are really, really good. And sometimes some labels just want to sit there and, and just snatch up an artist to sit there and take that song and just put them on the shelf because they don't want another label to grab that artist. Right. And they don't want competition to what they're trying to put out already. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind of a – you used to always put a bad taste in my mouth because I sit there and be like, there's so many artists out there that can really do this and make a big difference, but just because you got certain people who got their chest all stuck out and everything, it kind of, it kind of hurts the artist and everything. I just – that's why I'm glad, dude. You're gonna land somewhere. You probably already gonna land somewhere. You ain't told us, but you're gonna <laughs> land somewhere, dude. And it's gonna be amazing, dude. Thank you, man. I, did, I just can't. Can I get tickets now? Yeah, dude. Yeah, so we get permanent list. Yeah, on the permanent list, nonstop. Hey, you know what I just realized? What's that? I think I'm wearing the wrong shirt for this situation. Why is that? Because you look cold. No, because we're smoking cigars. Oh, uh, and the shirt says this shirt saves lives. Yeah. <laughs> 
Are we gonna get in trouble? I don't think we're gonna get in trouble. I don't think we're gonna get. No. I mean, right. I mean, I just am sensitive about that kind of stuff because I don't want to be like that idiot guy. No, I mean, I mean, it's all right. Why wouldn't it be all right? I, mean, I don't want to talk about. Okay. it. We, we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't talk about. It, but I, I, I feel, just had to bring it up. I, I feel where you're going with that. I feel where you're going. Yes. I, I feel where you're going. Um, no, I don't see. I don't see a reason as to why that would be. So Sakari saves lives in a couple ways. It makes you relax. It makes you uh, relax. Yeah. It makes you, you know relax. You chill out. Yeah. Well, not, you know, it's not like I'm smoking cigars every day. You exactly. Know? This is the first cigar I've had in like probably six months. So. This is the first one I've had in uh, two days. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like two hours now. Now, once a week. I've kicked it down to once a week. It used yeah. to be like three, four times a week. Yeah. It was bad. That's expensive habit, dude. Not necessarily. So well, I compared so to drinking. Compared to drinking, <laughs> it's actually cheaper. Yeah. Because I I come here to Casa de Monte Cristo and buy four of them for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's a good deal. Okay, that's, that's a good a, deal. That's a great deal. That's a great deal, right? Yeah. So I come out here and I buy them and then I'll go and sit back home. But you know, if I went to if I like here, you look at the the prices. Yeah. For drinks, not here, but just at anywhere, they're like twelve, thirteen bucks for one drink. Right. So it's like, oh well, it actually saves me a lot of money because I don't drink a lot like as yeah. I used to. I don't either, man. As I used to. I mean, I do have my nights. Mm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I have too many of those nights. <laughs> so I- Dwayne had a day the other day. We were talking, and he was watching March Madness. Oh my god! <laughs> I, y'all better get on this March Madness, man. There's some teams out there balling, but Jesus. It was a Do you root for any teams? Um, not really, man. I don't pay. So, are you one of those guys who don't pay attention to March Madness or college football or things like that? Yeah, I played sports growing up, and and then I kind of when I started doing music, it's honestly it's the like same reason it's hard to go to shows. You know, unless I'm there watching a band that I really love. Right. To be honest, I just get like, I wish that I was up there playing. Right. Yeah. And so with, with with sports, that's a lot of ways how I look at it. When I'm trying to watch a game or something like that, you I can't stop thinking about. What did you like, play? I, I, was just, I just played uh, center and defensive end. Really? Ooh. I played quarterback once. How'd that go? Through a touchdown. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, 55-yard touchdown. Uh, oh, freshman year. We were losing 49-0. to <laughs> And so the coach. <laughs> you got the one In the, in the fourth quarter, he was like, Jay's going. You know, I have my, my cowboy collar and. I was just a big lineman, and I threw a touchdown, man. <laughs> Put him in, coach. Put me in, coach. One hundred percent passing rating. Because uh, that one on, touchdown on my lifetime, yeah. That's pretty damn good. I played. Uh, I played defensive tackle. Oh, nice dude. In middle school. Yeah. I didn't play anything else afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I broke my foot outside of skateboard. Outside of football. No, it was actually in gym. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Time yeah, out, time yeah, out, time yeah. out. You, you played football. I played football but in you, middle school, but, but you I broke, broke my foot. foot in gym playing basketball. Oh, no. So my buddy had um, my buddy had went to blo- block my shot, and when he blocked my shot, he fell and landed on my foot. So we all, so we both of us went down. I got up and started walking like it was like fine. Yeah. I didn't go to the hospital until the next day. Yeah. Because I was, I was able to walk. But then the next day, it was like I could not walk on it at all. Right. And yeah. my grandma goes, well, I guess we better take you to the hospital. And I'm like, you think? 
Probably should. Probably should. See, you know what's so crazy? All y'all play football and everything, and that was the one sport I couldn't play. Not because I didn't have the size or nothing like that. I'm allergic to grass. Dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I suck. Bro, you here. missed out. I missed out. I mean, I play basketball. I can hoop now. We can go out on the, on the hardwood right now, but you know what I'm saying? If you want to mess me up, yeah. rub rub me in some grass or bring some grass up to me and everything, it will be. So for anyone that Dwayne ever pisses off, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Grass is the answer. Grass is the answer. Just smell him some grass. Yeah. <laughs> not that kind of grass, people. No, not that kind no, of grass. Not that kind of grass. <laughs> but you can smell me that But you too. can smell <laughs> Fresh cut. Fresh cut. <laughs> but, yeah, well, Austin is our first guest. This has been great. Yeah, this has this been This has good. been phenomenal. I love catching up with you every time I see you. Dude, thank you, man. I do. Because I, 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 I look to see – I see you doing arenas. I see you – I would love to see you on a Zach Brown tour, to be quite honest with you. I would love that, dude. That would be – let's put this out in the universe. We're going to put it out in the universe. One day, Austin Jakes will open for Zach Brown. Man, Deal. or vice versa. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the vice versa. Because, man, Austin is going to shut these shows down, man. So I, I can't wait to see the people who are opening for you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Because this, this is a big star. Yeah. Then when he becomes a big star and, and, and we're on episode 50 or whatever, we can say, guess what? Remember when we had our first guest? <laughs> It might be episode 1,050. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to say episode know. 25. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe sooner than that. It'd probably be sooner than that. Right. I see the next couple. Next year, you're going to blow up, and, I, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, seriously. The Thank vision you, that you that I see happening is tremendous. Yeah, and, man, you are on a great path, man. You got a good team behind you. I mean, I, I yep. love those guys over there where you're at and everything. Like, they're going to look out for you, man. They're going to make sure all your shit is right. Yep. And that's beautiful, man, because, you know, it's, if you ain't got a good team to sit there and support what you're trying to do, yeah. then it's hard to make it out here. And, dude, you're making some waves, son. Some you, waves, dude. Um, dude, Austin, we used to hang out in Key West. Now look at him. <laughs> that means a lot to hear you say that, though, man. I want to hear you. more of this Key West story <laughs> off the record. Mm, this is going to have to be off the record, uh, It's going to be off the record. We won't record that oh, one. I, I'll bring up one. We ain't got to talk about it, but Austin, do you remember the time with the, the sun tanning lotion? The suntan lotion. Oh, yeah. That was like that frog stuff, man. <laughs> no, okay. So now you got to tell the story about the suntan lotion. It's... <laughs> It's the kind that, like, it's like a uh, hundred SPF. Yeah, oh, you know, God. like it's made for like some heavy duty sun. Yeah, uh, like I, had, I mean, I don't know much about suntan lotions. If you were going to like Venus, you'd want this stuff. Really? Yeah. You know? Huh. Yeah. Or Mercury? Isn't that the closest one to the sun? What's the one? I don't know the closest one here. Is, is, I think it is the closest one. Maybe. I think it is the closest one is Mercury. <laughs> Maybe. You're asking me. I, I, I felt science and and astrology and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's Mercury. I think it's Mercury. <laughs> it could be really funny if we just it's, way off. We just completely Everybody's off. Be like, these well, guys. It is Mercury. It is it is Mercury. Our okay. photographer just told it is Mercury. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Oh, I am not editing that out at all. <laughs> let that ride. I'm gonna let that one ride right through. Three of us up here, we don't even. Know. We, we have we, no we, idea. I don't know. It would have been hilarious. We kept saying Venus, and then, and then someone on Instagram would be like, "You guys know that it is Mercury." 
that would have been great. But seriously, no, it's I, I want to thank you for coming out today on your Sunday and yeah, man, enjoying this. This is kind of this is kind of my Sunday fun day, dude. This is awesome. Man. This is I, relaxing, needing, right? Needing to do this for a long time. So yeah. yeah. So if you ever back in town, as yeah. always, and you want to have a cigar, yeah, hit dude. me up. We'll cool. come out here, bring your friends. Cool. We'll party. Yeah. They actually party hard here. Yeah. I believe it. Friday and Saturdays is actually jam packed in here. Man, okay. Really? Seriously. Standing room only. Uh, yeah, it is standing room. We've been in here. We went in here one night yeah. on, a, on a limb. Yeah. And uh, when we got the idea about the podcast. Yeah. And it was packed. And I was like, holy shit. That's nuts, man. So, um, but yeah, I want thanks for coming out to Casa de Monte Cristo yeah, on the Smoking Section podcast. Yes. Thank you, Austin. I appreciate Thanks that. Thank you for having me. Everybody, this is Austin. Jinx. Austin Jinx. Go check out his song, Fat Kid. <laughs> yes. Everywhere. <laughs> see you guys tomorrow. See, yeah, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>